Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Check the Stats Podcast. This is your host, Hamza, along with Deep, Harry, Talon, aka T-Rain, and another guest we have today. Does a lot of work behind the scenes with us. MTAP. Hello. I'm MTAP. I'd like to start today's episode with a 24-second moment of silence for the year anniversary of the passing of Kobe Bryant. Starting now. All right. Rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Um, rest in peace, Gigi, and all of those who lost their lives on that day. And also all the families that were affected by the tragic events. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you very much for joining us uh, on today's episode of the NBA. I would like to talk about that depressed, so-called depressed Bradley Buell. So-called. Well, so-called. Listen, he might as well just have been crying into guys, a bucket. If, listen, listen, if you watch that game... If you watch that game, in the it was like forty seconds left in the fourth quarter, and he got fouled. He got fouled, and he went back to the bench. And that's why he was mad. Okay, the the, the, the whole narrative of him being depressed uh-huh. is not true. So when 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 John Wall and Westbrook were fighting, he just stood there in the middle of two kids fighting and not doing See, anything. And that I was think, the, that was the media saying he's depressed. I but think he's he did not. that. He I think care. he did that just because it's because he's friends with John Wall and now he's teammates with like Westbrook. So whoever he breaks up, the other person might take offense to it. So I, I mean I don't really I mean, think fuck, they would, weren't they weren't really fighting. So I mean I don't know what was, what was Bradley Beal gonna do? Fucking tackle Westbrook to the ground. The yeah. refs they teed him up for which is I don't think they needed to be teed up because every team talks trash to the other team and it gets heated. That was they don't more deserve, than regular chirping. They don't deserve text for it, though. I don't even deserve text for it. But even then, yeah, what is Bill going to do? With it's not like he's depressed just standing there. He's, they're just, I think amazing. he was feeling some type of way. There was just no I don't way. think you could change my mind on that. He was standing there like, fuck, I really got I got jacked from all of this that's happened. I'm still... The look on his face was, I am. why am I still in Washington? you going to tell me that that look on his face when he was sitting on the bench... Now, I'm not even talking about that little scuffle that happened or chirping, whatever you, the hell you want to call it. I'm talking about when he's on the bench, sitting there, looking absolutely hopeless. Yeah, I think Bradley genuinely loves Washington. I mean, yeah, he does. I think he wants out, though. I... You can love a city and still want out. I don't I don't think he's going to request a trade, though, just because I don't feel like that's who he is. It, it really isn't. I don't, he he's to, I don't think he's, he's strong enough to. I don't think he's strong enough to be one. like, "Hey, I want out." He's the one who signed that extension, though. That's what you guys are not getting at. Like, he signed an extension because he wants to stay in Washington. He but wa- I, but he got ro- now he got robbed of but, everything that he has now. Bro, let's be if real. If he leaves, hold on, hold on one second. If he leaves and he wins the championship, his legacy is going to be yeah, good because he's a solid, like really, really good player in the league. But if he stays with the Wizards and takes them to a championship caliber, you know, season. That's gonna be bigger for his legacy than leaving, and I think he genuinely—I think he genuinely wants to be like a Dirk, like a Kobe, and stay with him the whole. They the went whole to the Eastern career. Conference Finals. Yeah, one year with, one with year, a completely different roster. Fucking, I'm saying I with, don't even remember. Six, seven years ago, maybe five years ago. Yeah, I'm saying now though. 
And I just don't see the Wizards being in that position for the next, like, five years. I have two things to say. So, when Bradley Beal was just standing there while that little scuffle was going on, in his position, you can't really, there's, like, you don't win. You just only lose no matter what no, you do. No, I agree with the whole thing that, yo, John Wall is your boy. He played with you for so long. And now Westbrook is your boy because he's actually on your team. And you pick a side, your history with John Wall gets tarnished or your future with Russell Westbrook gets tarnished. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I completely agree with that. But what I'm saying is he looked like he wanted no part in what is happening in Washington right now. That look on his face, I've only seen a few times. I saw Dude, it on Aaron Rodgers' face. I, th- I think he's just um, he's disappointed when he's getting from his team. I know he looks like completely fucking depressed. But that's not the point. I think he's just mad that he's putting so much effort in and he's still losing. I mean, anybody would feel that if you're putting so much fucking work in. He's dropping like 33 points, 30 points on nights in and nights on. Then Westbrook over there just tap padding fucking chirping with any other point guard just looking for a fight he's not doing much i mean he's just stop padding and even when he came back yesterday or whatever like he barely put up anything and then they got a whole lot of injuries and then he just feels you probably feel like shit you have so much pressure on you and you put in the work but it's just not working out they're one in eight when westbrook is in the starting lineup yeah no i just want to talk about bradley beal real quick (laughs) okay he had that same look. You can go look look up that. Kyrie had the same look. Listen, no, I'm um, saying James Harden had the same look. Yeah, yeah. And that's only in the NBA. No, yeah, any, yeah, any, yeah. Anybody who and puts in that dude, much work and loses dude, is still. 2017, they had a winning season, right? They lost to the Celtics. He had that same look that went viral. 2018, same look. He stayed there. 2019 is when John Wall, you know, he was injured. And he had that look. He was averaging 30 points, right? Everybody had that's that when he signed that contract, too. I don't think he wants to leave Washington. I just think you know he wants to bring pieces he, to Washington. He wants to, but no one's gonna. Who's the fuck is gonna do it? And that roster, smart enough to do that, that roster is so young that you can't really do anything with it right now. But what I'm saying is, he wants to stay in Washington. So waste your career, the then, average, basically sit there average, and waste your fucking career, dude, away, right? But that's his decision. He wants to stay in Washington, and build that legacy over there. And be like a Dirk and a Kobe. I don't think it's wasting your career if he's putting up all these, you know, career. He's playing amazing. He's putting up all these career numbers. It's not really wasting your career, but I mean, I genuinely think I genuinely think his in, his end game is Houston not doing anything. All right, well, you can't just compare everybody to like whoever recently just asked for a trade. I mean, a lot of players who realize what not situation everybody has the same mindset are kind of like, yeah, no, I completely agree, but I still think. That he wants out at the end of the day. No, I mean, there's nothing that you can tell me that could convince so me you, otherwise. Do you think he's going to get out this season? He won't, he won't I hope he does for his own good. I'm not even saying this because Bradley Beal's a bad player or the Wizards, you know, I mean, I could say so many things about the Wizards, but I don't think Bradley Beal is a bad player at all. I think he just deserves better is what I'm trying to get at. Oh, I think sure. him as a player... In his legacy, he deserves better than to be stuck with this organization for the rest of his future. Oh, for sure. And he wouldn't be letting down any any of the Washington fans if he left because we know that like we don't have a clear future. And yeah. he, he his talents are much better appreciated with a winning team on a team that could help. And like, we don't even could know how elevate. great that could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he's dropping, what's a, what's his career high? Is it even, like, has it hit 60? Like 60 has it hit yeah. 60? It has hit 60, right? So, if he's dropping 60, 65, 50, 45, and 40, mm-hmm. 
pretty regularly. I would say every maybe 10 to 15 games, Bradley Beal is dropping 40 points. Yeah. All right, but he, he's, but dropping, like, he's dropping 30. With that in team, though. In and out. Yeah. yeah he's and he's dropping 30 almost consistently. 35 yeah. averaging. Yeah. Right now, he's exactly. currently, right now, he's averaging 35 points. But, but he also has like anything from his team. I mean, that, I mean, what else can you ask for from exactly. your star player? But, I, I also think we can't judge the Wizards yet just because their full roster hasn't been playing for a stretch period of time. This is tough. It's just been a tough start. But um, I think the Wizards can turn the season around. But yeah, on the season so far, he has like 16% on garbage time shots. And um, like 16% of his shots are in garbage time. And Russell Westbrook is 8.6%. I don't know, like... Russell Westbrook isn't really playing that much in garbage time, but like... Yeah, but it's not like Westbrook's dropping 28 points a game. Dude, Westbrook has 163 points and 163 shots. He's so bad. If you look at him, he's terrible on that court right now, dude. I don't know if it's the injury or whatever it is, but like, dude. It's the way he's playing. It's it's not the injury. That's how he is. And if you like... Well... Recently, we just figured out that like John Wall didn't want out. He wanted out once he figured out that he, he was in out. trade rumors. He wanted out. No, like no, he wanted I, out he once. Wanted, he, I actually think that was a rumor out beforehand. It was that he only wanted out because the the team was shopping him for trades, and yeah, we exactly. all saw that. We all saw that notification when they were like Washington looking for trades for John Wall. Literally, like three days later, he's making those no comments. Yeah, now it makes sense. That's that, that, I, I like, don't blame no John comment. Wall for requesting a trade if a team is wanting to trade you and putting you in packages that just means that they don't see you as a as a vital piece for the future i, I would be mad too yeah I don't like after, before like that game that they just played against the wizards he was like oh i feel like the organizing organization just let me out and you know they gave up on me and stuff and i agree they gave up on him and they didn't they didn't gain any much from him i mean look at him he went to the rockers and just came back and see, beat the fuck out of me the thing out. is you can't the rockers blame, are a better place thing you can't blame john wall here and you can't blame the wizards because john wall's coming off of Two years off the game, yeah. multiple torn ACLs. You don't know how he's gonna come back. And on John Wall's side, you're coming back to a team that you haven't played for in so long, where the league has changed in so many dynamic ways. I think both sides were just unsure about their future. So I mean, I think it was a perfect trade for John Wall, but not for Westbrook. Just real quick, um, the 76ers have been looking good this year. Scrumptious. <laughs> oh, all right, this guy got a lot Pause. to say about that. All right. all right. <laughs> So, how does it take this one? Go ahead and start this one off. You got a lot to say about the 76ers. <laughs> I got much to say, but they've been on and off. Um, we've seen Simmons take his second three. He's he's averaging 50%, boys. Ben Simmons averaging 50% from the three-point line. One That's end. something you wish you could average from the three-point line, right? <laughs> I mean, not like that. I'd hey, probably make more shots than fucking Ben Simmons. Everybody was making line. fun of Ben Simmons for not taking threes, and now he's taking them. You can't make fun of him. But, I exactly. mean, here's the thing. If you're good at, like, just driving, working the paint, working really? the ball, facil- facilitating and all that, There's... that's okay. Just like um, I read in that Kobe book when he talked to, um, what was his name, uh, Bill Russell, and then he asked him, um, Bill Russell said, like, back in the day, people, like, were talking shit to him because he didn't shoot, he didn't like dribble the ball as much but then if you got other players around me around you that can do that and you can just focus on one thing that you're good at then you'll be more dynamic as a team so it's okay if ben simmons cannot shoot it like that they'll they'll be okay they have shooters to like get that job done who 
They had, I don't Seth, say, they had I don't, Seth Curry. Seth Curry, but I don't, right. don't, don't want to say this next name, but like Green, Gerald. Like, Danny Green. Yeah. Like, Gerald Green. I mean, I almost said they have Danny Tobias Harris. Then, yeah. They have Embiid can shoot the three pretty yeah. well for his size. Yeah. So Ben Simmons is okay if he's not shooting. Ben Simmons can literally do everything on the court at an elite um, level except shooting. I'm taking the Lakers still, though. What do you think about... Um, the recent media narrative that Ben Simmons hasn't improved from his rookie year. Uh, he hasn't improved at a like um, an except like at a, at a exponentially like crazy rate. Yeah, compared to very slow. I think because his draft class was like Donovan Mitchell and all these guys, Tatum, right? Yeah, but that's I mean, why if you he's look getting, at them, these, all these guys compared. are in the they're in the playoffs every single year, right? Are I mean, they not yeah, making so, the playoffs? Guys, so is, so is ben 76ers. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. I completely yeah. agree. I think you can make the argument that he has not improved his game as much as he should have. I also, if he even developed somewhere near a like slightly reliable jumper, he would be a top three point guard. I think he's developed his point to the has developed his game, sorry, excuse me, developed his game to the point where he has adapted it to Joel Embiid's game. Exactly. It's he not, he, he, he's been forced into that. He's kind of been in, like, you know, we've seen Ben Simmons take over games. We've seen him do his thing. But at the end of the day, if you see sometimes who bails him out, and this makes sense. It completely makes sense. It's always Joel Embiid who goes out and bails out Ben Simmons. Unless a three-pointer, yeah. But when it's in the paint, those little driving dishes, which is like 70% of the 76ers offense is to drive and dump, drive and dump, drive and dump. Or it's drive and get the open look. You know, it's it's always, they're very, they've declined as a three-point shooting team, I think, since they lost. Um, Redick. And do they, they don't have Covington anymore either, right? No. That guy's been long yeah. gone. Yeah, he's on the so, rocks. Yeah, exactly. So... They've lost a lot of those key players. I'm surprised they're even keeping up in this, but I think this is like, just like the Bucks, just like the Celtics, yeah. just like the 76ers, they're all going to be grouped into the same. I mean, the Nets are the fifth seed right now in the Eastern Conference, but Kyrie just came back. Yeah, Yeah. Um. I think just his rookie year, he had such a high floor that it was, it's okay if he didn't improve. He didn't improve statistically, but... He could have improved like mentally and how he um, sees the floor, how he sees plays, how he reads defenses. So there's a lot more than just the stats than the points per game because he's like a great addition to the overall team and how they play and how they flow, and especially their fast break. He is their fast break. That's true. Um, I mean, the Sixers in a week go in good. a week from now. I see the 76ers drop to fifth. Mm-hmm. I see the Nets. Or the Bucks take over the first or second seed. I'm saying this a week from now, from yeah. a week from today. Yeah. By next Wednesday, the Nets will probably be the number one or the number two seed. The 76ers will have dropped down 100%. I don't see them sustaining this. Yeah. So, and I think we'll really start getting an idea of what the East is going to look like. Hey, can we give a quick big ups to the New York Knicks? Yeah. Number one this, defense in the league. Literally. Bro, they have They're a balling. great um, I front saw, court. I saw. I know Duran said they have hot streaks to begin the year and they fall off. Yeah. But I think the Knicks have a 
pretty, pretty solid roster. Pretty solid, bro. Austin Rivers just went off like yesterday, dropping yeah, twenty five points he in, do tw- shit in twelve the minutes. Half. He didn't do shit in the second half. But still, he did. It's something. It's, it's not some, like some flashes of like better think, like playing yeah. improvement. I don't think they're the doormats of the league anymore like they used to be. So no. yeah, and I, they, I think have they can a, put up a good. The fight. Wizards are that. I think they can put up a good fight with everybody. They have an amazing young front court. Uh, front court with the. Uh, they got Julius Randle, they got Mitchell Robinson, and they got RJ Obi Bitt. Toppin. They got Obi Toppin on the bench. Oh, Austin Rivers has been balling out. Yeah, well, he where's, balled, where's he, that coming from? He Obi. balled out on the Rockets too, yeah. here and there. He has that ability, but like... If Obi Toppin develops into the player that they want him to be, and mm-hmm. RJ Barrett keeps getting better at the rate that he is, literally every year, the Knicks yeah. will be a legit playoff team. But what is it? Michael Rappaport, I heard him talk about how the reason why New York isn't a place where players want to be is because they're not living in the city anymore. They're not a walk or like a tiny five, 10 minute car ride away from the practice facility. Yeah, actually, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. They're like living in the suburbs on Long Island. Yep. Like it's a totally different vibe. And the, the, that's why everybody wants to come to Brooklyn because it's actually in the city. Yeah, absolutely. Brooklyn, you can't change Brooklyn. Brooklyn is Brooklyn. It's a big, Manhattan yeah. living in Manhattan nowadays is not the same thing that it used to be being a couple hundred feet away from MSG is not the same thing that it used to be back in the day. Bro- Brooklyn has just handled this pandemic much better than any other, like New York City or even New Jersey has. But I think the Knicks have a very, very bright future ahead of them. If they they need a couple pieces, I don't think Austin Rivers is there to stay. Well, yeah, I mean, a lot of their bench pieces are probably not there very for the movable. long term. Very yeah, movable. They're just tradable pieces. But, yeah. I mean, their core is but I think pretty the good. Core, exactly. Their core is pretty I solid. I think the core that they have is exceptionally... Has has a lot of room to grow. Bottom line is, the Knicks are the Knicks. And I still believe that they're going to... The Wizards are the 15th seed right now. The Knicks are the 9th seed. I'm not talking about the Wizards here, buddy. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were about to bring it back to the Wizards. I'm like, oh, no. Like, but I'm saying, the Knicks are the Knicks. They're on a three-game losing streak. I'm calling it a ten-game losing streak after this. They're gonna do what they do like they what they we'll do be back best. In a week. We'll is see. Choke, choke, choke. And the first game in the first few games of the season, they'll okay, they'll win, they'll go on a streak, and they'll do the same thing. They'll go nineteen to forty-nine. But that's um, what I think. I don't see Nets going to the first seed in the next week. Wow. It'll take a. Take them a little while longer, especially since first they, or second. I don't even think Nets are going to end yeah. up as the first seed. Man. They're, they're going yeah. the, to be the second, third, or fourth. They're going to beat the Bucks. They're going to beat the 76ers. They're going to beat. They'll beat these teams, but they they don't have. It doesn't look like they're going to have that rhythm for the whole season to compete for number I one. I think seed. the Celtics can take the first seed as well, especially with Jason Tatum coming back from COVID. Oh my God, bro! He's been and they're still so the second long. seed. Right? Yeah, my fantasy team is taking a hit because of Tatum. My team is in shambles, bro. I just got Same. my first win. I need Tatum back, bro. I need him I back. Think, but I think I think the Nets is gonna are just like slowly clicking because of Harden like trying to adjust to a new like style of play that they're trying to put him in. He just said like you know it's he spent like what eight years like handling the ball, doing everything that the team needs him to. Now he's just adjusting to a less role. And even KD came out and said that's like. Harden looked like the kid who just moved to a new school and tried to adjust to the new system of their basketball. Yeah, that that's kind of how it is, and like they're just clicking. Kyrie just came, literally just came back, but they're they're showing a lot of promise. Yeah. They're shaping up. Literally, KD is coming off injury. He needs time to get in a rhythm. Kyrie is coming off injury. He needs time to get in a rhythm. Mm-hmm. Harden is coming to a new team, new system. 
he doesn't want to play the same way where his usage rate no. is number one in the league, number two in the league, where he's doing all the dribbling, he's doing all the work on the team. He he has to he wants to and he has to adjust his game I mean, for the Nets to succeed. It, I, I genuinely see Harden changing his role into it, more of a facilitator and making Kyrie the two guard. It's slowly yeah, starting to show. Like it's slowly starting to show. Just the other day his the usage kind of dropped to like twelve twelve points or something like that. But he's like Showing up more on assists and stuff like that. And honestly, that's not the problem. You know that Kyrie, Katie, and Harden, they're going to get into that rhythm. And they're going to be, like, basically unstoppable. But the the problem is the other few pieces that they have. Will they be able to nah. put up a fight? With this current roster, they're, they are not winning an NBA championship. I saw with uh, some of my sources that they're looking at when Andre Drummond gets bought out from the Cavs. If they can finesse it trade for JaVale McGee maybe yeah. Uh, yeah. we signed I think Norvell Pell I forgot I don't know if I'm saying his name wrong we signed Norvell no no no, 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 no. Norvell Pell is not being signed it's like, it's like he's on Toronto it's like Nor- I was gonna say what the <laughs> fuck it's like Norv <laughs> oh, that would've been a blockbuster fucking signing why, would, like why would you get Pell. another guard uh, I don't know I don't I mean that's why I was like what the fuck yeah it's some he's like a he's like a, almost a 7 footer he played with the Sixers last season Nets just picked him up. I don't know why he's not playing yet. Maybe he has some past COVID protocols. But that's one more. That's one more big piece for us. Yeah. Slowly, if we get one more, one more prominent uh, big man, I think the Nets they can definitely compete I, with the Lakers. And I think it's going to be even a slower of a process because it's not an established coach with many years. It's Steve Nash. It's his first year coaching, and they're yep. they're it, it's going to be difficult to adjust the system, specifically for three superstars. I think Steve Nash's biggest um, priority right now is just handling that r- locker room, especially after s- losses and how the media just clowns the Nets after losses. The media hates. I mean, we the, the media the Nets, hates the fucking Nets. The we Nets know this. are the yeah. new villains, the new warriors of the NBA. That's they don't have the success, but they they are the legit the antagonists of the season. They were now. the Heat back in 2012, 2011. Yeah, that's legit. What's gonna happen now? They're literally just playing pickup basketball 70% of the time because they. They're not practicing at the same rate as every other NBA team in history because of COVID. They can't practice multiple times a week, get together, talk about game plans. They have to do that stuff like limited time together. So it's definitely going to take time for the new Nets team to mesh. But yes, the Lakers the- are like not the same team as last year, but they have a lot more chemistry as a group. Yeah, the there's a lot of chemistry, a lot of expertise. I mean, it helps having LeBron, right? At the end of the day... Yeah. No matter yeah. what you say, no he's matter best, what you say, player-wise, skill-wise, he's the best leader ever, right? There's no doubt. Being under his hood is completely different. He's gonna, gonna run that team. And their coach is capable. Exactly. And so it's been proven. I think we're pretty much done with the East. Um, I think the Bucks, Bucks, are Bucks, winning, Bucks are looking shaky. They they're looking good. Piece. Yeah, they're not looking like they're it. thing i want to bring up is the interview that shock is shag did the other day with donovan mitchell where he literally said um and i quote i said tonight that you are one of my favorite players but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level i think that's like really disrespectful towards mitchell like even if you're trying to motivate him in a way like where you're like he says, i don't of, think you have what it takes like to get to the next he, level and he went on to explain that he didn't explain anything. Yes, he did. He went on to say that he's like, I don't want this. And he said, word for word, I do not want this to, uh, you know, hinder you or or you to take this negatively. I want you to use this as motivation. 
Yeah, but the look like they you see. I know you see Donovan Mitchell's face just like drop. I I understand that, but you're hearing that, and he says, "I want more." He says, "I just want a little." He's like, "I want you to be a little better." Because if you know, if you see a player after so many years of watching, you know when a player can be better and when they can play a little better. You don't think Donovan Mitchell's out there making dumb decisions sometimes? Sometimes, but he's still playing. Okay, exactly. Then exactly. He's still. still I don't think Mitchell not be better than what he is right now. I don't think anyone is disputing. He deserved that kind of disrespect. I don't think anybody's disputing the fact. It's not disrespect, though. It is disrespect. It is. How the hell is it disrespect? How many? Did you guys even hear what he said? He single-handedly demolished OKC before Damian Lillard demolished them the next season. When they saw them in the playoffs. I don't think any retired superstar has directly said to a player. On a post game interview, some kind of like disrespectful thing that like I don't think you can take it it's as a next level. It's not disrespectful. It's a it's a form of motivation. If it if it wasn't disrespectful, then I don't think Donovan Mitchell would have reacted the way he reacted. If you were just saying mm-hmm. I, and all that's all I want to say. Do you think? Do you if think anything, he felt if, good if, about if that comment? If the legend is like, hey, uh, I want you. He's like, he's like, hey, I said this earlier, and I'm bringing it up now again. What is your opinion on this? And he said, "I, if anything, now that you say that, that honestly is is like, why the fuck don't you have anything to say? Why don't you have anything to fucking say?" That's not the thing to say to a player who just came off a a game when their adrenaline is high. That's not what you ask them. You ask them stuff about the game and the future. You don't ask them about if you can take his game to the next level in the middle of nowhere. And you also that's the future. You also don't disrespect the player while you're doing it. I don't think anybody in the world would have been feeling 100% confident right after Shaq just said that stuff to you. There's better ways to say things. I don't, yeah. like, it's not the biggest deal ever. I just think Shaq could have worded it better. Absolutely. Yeah, like, I'm, I don't think Shaq, obviously, he didn't want to disrespect, obviously, but... The way it came this off. Is, he's just trying to motivate him. I get it, but he, there's better ways to say stuff. Like, you, you could have worded is, it better. There is, 100%. But why the fuck... What, if it's so disrespectful, then why don't you have anything to say back? Why do you need If to it is really that, and I don't think it because was. Because how can you say something disrespectful to Shaq, who's a Hall of Famer? Yeah. What, what are you, there's no one in this world who's going to say And he said, I want you to use this motivation, and you have nothing. All right, all right, all right, Shaq, I'll use it as motivation. All right, but like also. No. no? Okay, like, but that, why do you need to say if, that to if him? You're giving would, him you, would you have that same response if you if, were an athlete sitting there? Would you be like, all right, fuck it? If you're giving no, him motivation, it's, it's, that's a rhetoric question. You don't need him to say shit about that. And you just yeah. you just tell him that shit on a different time, not on a post-game interview. If I was an NBA player, especially of Donovan Mitchell's ca- uh, caliber, then I probably would have disrespected him back because after all that a- adrenaline. Because when you're an NBA Bro. player, you're... You're, you're like, one of the best uh, in the world. Mentality no, and, after you. and like, you don't get asked these questions, dude. Like, he, he got hit from the blue. Like, you you don't know how to respond to that. It just hits you. Like, yeah. And he's a borderline superstar. So when he's saying, he's, you don't he's think. He's a superstar. No, no, no. He's not. I, I, would, a, I would put him at borderline. He's a borderline superstar. And when, and when so you Rudy say. Go, Rudy Gobert is probably a bigger superstar then? No. No. So then. He's a star. He's not a superstar like Kevin Durant. Or James Harden, or just because Kyrie, you're the, yeah. maybe just because you're a superstar, the, maybe not. You can make the argument. I don't think Don Mitchell is like Hollywood blockbuster yet. He yeah, will just, be. That's what I'm saying. And Shaq said, I don't think you can make it to the next no, level, I'm which not is saying, superstar. Okay, if he's not at this exact point, but Donovan Mitchell was a superstar. His next, his next step is to be a prominent yeah. superstar. And Shaq literally said, okay, I don't believe sure. you. Just he because, literally said, I don't well, believe thing, in you to do it. What the do you, thing like, is, how are you going to take that? You're not going to take that well. Like the, ja- thing. the Jazz were also coming off like a win streak also. So like Mitchell has been balling for the past they few won games. won nine 
straight games. How are you yeah. telling me that's not nine straight games? How are you telling me that's not disrespectful? Yeah, and, and there's second. I mean, he could have motivated him in another way. Is this he's the way not he wrong though, right? Just, no, what happened not, with I, the I, Nuggets I just, last year? Guess, what happened with the Nuggets last year? I and I'm not saying, bro. I love Donovan Mitchell, and I hate how this is. I love Donovan Mitchell. The Nuggets beat the Absolutely love Donovan Mitchell. I don't think he should have reacted that way though. I think that was dumb. Donovan Mitchell dropped like 40, 50 points in every game. Yeah. What do you mean? But His just, team is not better than the, the Nuggets game. You can't use that. But he, that used, he literally scored as much as he could have in those games. Hearing, hearing that from he Shaq is just fucked up. He did it in those last up. games or last nah, one he did or two games. games. He literally did, did it the entire series. Bro, he played bad game six and Donovan. I think he did. I mean, if you have like something to back that up, I don't think he played that well. Maybe it was a turnover. Maybe it was late in the game. I remember him having a turnover late in the game, the loss in the game, actually, in game six or seven. He literally had a turnover in the last, like, five seconds, ten seconds of the game that made them not win the game against the Nick, Every, uh, Nuggets. Everybody messes up. Everybody messes I like, up. Dude, Donovan Mitchell's mind, like, in his mind, he was like, okay, Shaq's going to ask me about his team, my teammates, exactly. how move the ball, and, you know, all that stuff. And then out of all of a sudden, he's just like, you know, yeah. I don't do you go to the next level. Obviously, yeah. you're gonna not going to have a answer for that like that you know and it's coming it's coming from Shaq what the fuck can he say back to him the dude will automatically tell him he got four rings and his opinion is like superior to that so well the f- the first game of that series Mitchell had 57 and the Nuggets won that game by 10 the second game Mitchell had 30 and the Jazz won that game the third game the Jazz won that game he didn't have like a crazy amount of points but he had like he had like 20 something uh and then the rest of the series, I mean, he had, he averaged over 20 points. So, I mean, if you drop 57 and 30 and you're still averaging over 20 points. And your game team, 7. Your team is losing. Game 7, he had 22 points. Game 7, he had 22 points. And that's why I said he's borderline superstar. You you're the one saying he's a superstar. He's I'm, a superstar, I said, yeah, but can he not be better? That's, every player in the NBA can be better. Yeah. That's not a good argument. He said I... What more do you want him to say? Could have been worded better. That's all. And at least he didn't say anything disrespectful. Back. Like How are you going to say something disrespectful to a Hall of Famer? You yeah. can't. You so can't, when he asks you something like that out of the blue. Give him a legit response. Like, all right, Shaq, I'm going to come ball the fuck out. I mean, that that's, comes without you. Act that like, that's as not action. happening. We could go on circles all day about this. But <laughs> yeah. Those are just yeah. our thoughts. just go ahead and move on to our next and final segment um the nba has started uh, it's been a month since the nba has started and we just want to go ahead and give uh premature picks for our um nba awards such as mvp luca defensive player rookie of the year um most improved so yeah um we'll go ahead and start with mvp Luca Doncic, baby, he's leading the NBA in triple doubles right now. Eh, eh, what? Eh. Okay. Not been, what, not been what's the off. What's the Mavericks record right now, though? Like five and fucking ten. All right. So I think the MVP right now is Jokic. Uh, he's out there averaging like basically twenty six points a game, uh, pretty much two steals a game. He's averaging over eight rebounds. Eight defensive rebounds and yeah. over two offensive rebounds. You know, his assists are, you know, out of there. He's averaging 9.3 assists. Mm-hmm. He's basically averaging a triple-double as a big man. And 
I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Do the Nuggets have a better record than the Mavericks right now? No, I don't think so. Much better. No, does it? it? Bro, I'm I mean, the Denver sure. Denver has been kind of shaky this season, but I would say, uh, bro, um, Denver right now is ten and seven, and the Mavericks are eight and nine. Sorry, yeah, I was so, wrong on the three so, and ten. So Jokic bullshit. is so eight MVP. nine Jokic. is not that bad. What's wrong with that? Jokic, Jokic can take it, but I think um, just to point this the out, Pelicans, Le- the Pelicans are five and ten. Sorry, just to point this out, LeBron is leading the MVP race as of right now. Just saying. Yeah, on all professional websites. I mean, is he? Oh, he's not. Oh, bro, I would take LeBron always, every single it's, year. It's always, if, yeah. if it was legit. That's something yeah. they're just not gonna new, give it yeah. to. Then I was like, obviously, you know, not saying it because of that. Yeah. But you give it to LeBron every year. He's in a career LeBron. low of minutes per game right now. And he's that's like and still and he's yeah and he's still shooting at a, a high rate. Because he hasn't shot this well of three pointers since the first or second year with the Heat. Because the the yeah. the Lakers the the Lakers have been blowing out teams to where it's like, um, it's automatic for them to load manage because of how they've been beating teams. So that's why his minutes is not have been like going up that much. He doesn't have to do that much work on a nightly basis. So yeah, but he's still leading all the ways. I'm interested to see the race right now in between because the top 10 season leaders overall, three or 10 of them are Knicks players. There's yeah. not a single Lakers player in there. That's why it's way too early. There's Giannis, there's Joel Embiid, there's Bradley Beal, there's Jokic, there's, and there's Dame Lowe. Yeah, I, I didn't know that Damian Lillard was actually dropping. So, J- Damian Lillard has been 20, out of his mind. Almost 29 without, points per without, game. Out. CJ. Yeah, he but, might he might get and they're one seed behind the Nuggets to the fifth seed. Is he back from injury? Then put him in the CJ? CJ's put him in the MVP. Uh, Damien. He's, he's Damien's two. CJ's out, out. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say Dame and Steph. Steph isn't there too. Ste- yeah, Steph. I, Steph is bombless. I think Damian Lillard might get the edge over Steph, especially with what Harry just said with the seeding, because seeding's obviously always important in how um, how the MVP is decided. But if Damian Lillard is dropping these numbers, and it, it'll only get better because as the season progresses, especially after All-Star break, yeah. Damian Lillard goes off like no other player in the NBA. And without CJ taking the shots that he takes, then it'll only get better. Yeah. And if they keep maintain the seeding, then I think Damian Lillard takes it away. Yeah, if we're really going off seeding here, then the Jazz are the second seed. So you could really throw in Dom and Mitchell as MVP too if you wanted. But... So it, right right now, I would say top five candidates for MVP are LeBron, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Luka, Jokic. Donovan Mitchell's and Dame. barely in the top 40 players right now. He's not in the top 20 for points per game. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, yeah but you're telling me, you're telling me the Jazz are going 13-4 without Donovan Mitchell? No. No, they're not. <laughs> because of, because of the, the deep, he's, 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 yeah. drawing, he's drawing a lot of coverage from the defense that's allowing the other team the other teammates to score. Could make a solid argument for that. I'm not saying he's I'm not saying he's leading the race, I'm saying he's in the conversation. So I'm saying LeBron, Luca, uh um, Jokic. Jokic, Dame, and Steph. That's but, that's but, five right there. But LeBron is your choice. No, no, Jokic is my choice. Jokic. You could you could also throw in Embiid if you wanted because the Sixers have a great record. I he I was he was leading the race a few days ago, but now LeBron took over. Yeah. Joel, but, and that's I mean, a, if it comes down to it, LeBron's gonna win it over Joel Embiid. Yeah, that's. But the thing is, this year they're not gonna give it to LeBron because he has AD, who who they're both top five players. Mm-hmm. And they're not gonna give it to anybody on yeah. Brooklyn because they fatigue. have two top ten players. 
voter fatigue exists, and I don't think Giannis is. I absolutely don't think Giannis is going to win it again. No. Yeah. So I'm genuinely throwing out. It's going to be Embiid, Luca, or Jokic. All right. So, so wait, oh, go ahead. We make a wait, choice. Or did you give you? Yeah, you said Luca. Yeah, no, Dame. I'm saying I'm saying Dame or Steph. Okay. To be honest, Steph is playing out of his mind as well. And they're the, they're the eighth seed. The Warriors are the eighth seed. That's in the playoffs. I think it's yeah. pretty respectable. As long as they make it in, he has a solid case for MVP. In the top. I already said Damian Lillard, Stephen Curry's up there, mm-hmm. and um, Donovan, Donovan Mitchell. Eh, he's not really in mind, but that would be crazy if he actually got it. Yeah, because MVP. Uh, I don't. I don't think maybe in a few years. I don't think he when it's a, no, but like for this season, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying with, uh, with a proper narrative, yes. Purely based off record, that's what I'm going. It's oh, the best yeah. player, and that's how. You, that's but how you do Joel Embiid, yes, because I'm pretty sure didn't the Sixers have a few games missed out because of Corona? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I think they'll catch up with a that, lot. and then like three. Years. And if if Embiid doesn't suffer any like injury that keeps him out for a month, then he'll definitely make some noise in the MVP conversation. So, rookie of the year, Lamelo. Yeah, I think yeah, Lamelo takes a bad landslide. Lamelo. Lamelo. Everybody, everybody is rating James Wiseman right now, though, as number one. James Wiseman is okay. He's like in and out, out of it. It's just I think it's gonna come down to, but like think, how the Warriors do and how much James Wiseman shows up. I like think, Wiseman is starting. Lamelo is coming off the bench. I think if the Hornets end up right I mean, we know why he's not i starting, think if they so. end up right outside of the playoffs the hornets then lamella will win it but i mean if the warriors have like the seventh or sixth even the eighth seed and wiseman is averaging you know really solid numbers they're gonna give it to him just because his team is doing better yeah. actually right now lamello and um wiseman they're averaging the exact same points per game 11.3 and lamello is actually averaging like 0.2 total rebounds per game more than wiseman can you see the minute difference on there? Um, the minutes, what's the difference? Yeah, so LaMelo got um, 24.6 minutes per game. And then Wiseman has 21.1 minutes per game. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So that's what I'm saying. It's good. It, it, they might just come down to whose team does better in the standings. I think, I think, I think the but, Warriors will do better in standings. But I think Wiseman, if, if, if the Warriors are better... I think Wiseman will take it because like, because then last year they gave it to Zion just because he's like a generational talent. But yeah. with Ben Simmons, and they gave it to him because his team did better than Mitchell. So, uh, no, Ben Taylor. Simmons was actually one of the best players. Like yeah, then but so his, people, his team did better than everybody else's too though. But people complained that he came a le- year later. But Blake Griffin did the exact yeah, he, same did, thing. Yeah, and nobody the, complained the argument about the argument is washed. Nobody cares about the oh he sat a year out. Yeah, we all know that. But I mean, if Blake Griffin did it, and how are you not that making a big deal out of that? Just if the Lamelo Ball stay, hype stays, then I think he'll win it. But yeah, just because the hype. Think, well, Anthony think, Anthony think, Edwards also has. He's, I think Anthony I think Edwards he's in third. Case. He's in third. Like he yeah. probably comes before uh, after he's both a, of them. If he can put that dunk. highlight reel up there, which he can, he puts a highlight he, dunk every game. Every he game. can do everything on the floor. The t- Timberwolves have been okay, but I think. Um, yeah. What was I about to say? Um, if uh, also um, the Hornets, the Hornets are like kind of clicking. You got Hayward like showing like Hayward flashes of his like how he used to be Former with the Jazz, self, yeah. like you know he he's he's coming up clutch in the past few games and Lamelo's assisting with um, Mild Bridges also showing up here and there. It's it's they're looking like they'll click they're clicking and they might be in the playoffs. If the Hornets find a way into the playoffs. Yeah, that's crazy. That's okay. gonna be a crazy year. Defensive Player of the Year. 
Wait, who do we all I pick said, for rookies, though? Oh, LaMelo. I mean, I said oh. LaMelo. I said LaMelo. I'll give it to LaMelo, too. Yeah. The narrative. Lunch? Simply that. I think he said LaMelo, too. Probably. Um, DPOY, I'm probably going to go. <clears throat> I mean, probably Giannis. Is he leading the race this year? Yeah, Giannis is leading the defensive win shares, defensive rating, defensive blocks. It's everything. And yeah, the only thing he's not leading is steals. And surprisingly, James Harden's leading in total steals with 125. Yeah, I'm trying to Giannis. Jokic has almost two steals a game That's right okay. now. Yeah, so yeah I'm still going Giannis, though. Yeah. yeah, Giannis is Giannis. Yeah, it'll be Giannis or Miles Turner you know, with a DPOI. And then most improved? I might go with Christian Wood. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, they'll probably give it to Christian Wood. That's a good shout. Yeah. Yeah, Christian Wood or Jeremy Grant if he gets enough. Um, Jeremy Grant. If he yeah. can keep it up to the whole. Yeah, season. if he gets enough media attention, Jeremy Grant because yeah. he's been leading that Pistons team. Yeah. To whatever. To not much to because whatever wins, whatever the, wins they have is because of Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else. Nobody else is gonna lead on that team. I'm like Blake Griffin is fucking in and out because of his injuries. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not he's reliable. So now. Jeremy Grant is reliable. Yeah, I'm going with Jeremy Grant. Yeah, and. And but Christian Wood, Christian he gets he gets that media attention. Yeah, and plus Houston now, he's yeah. gonna get even a like an even larger role, especially with James Harden gone, and it's gonna be much more team team basketball or team oriented basketball with Oladipo in and Harden out. Yeah, and so I, far they've been they've been playing well. Yeah, I'm taking Jeremy Grant though. I think I'll take Christian Wood if he keeps it up. Yeah, I'm taking Wood as well. Yeah, I'm gonna take Christian Wood. Six man of the year. Early shot, I'm going uh, Harold. Yeah, yeah. Montrez. He's a beast. He's a beast down there. There's he's, nobody else that can compare. He's practically a starter. He's putting up starter. Um, yeah, that's what I was points. Say. Like, I still, mean, that's what six man of the years usually do. They put up starter minutes, but they just don't. There's still, um, there's still Chris Boucher, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah. Jordan Clarkson, yeah, they're, they're but I don't, I don't yeah. know if he'll be able to sustain that level of. Yeah, play. Jordan think, Clarkson's never been known to sustain his level of play yeah. for the whole yeah. season. He's very shoddy. I think Boucher can get yeah. it, dude. Boucher possibly, but Harrell just gives that offensive game, and I think that's more. What about Colin relevant. Sexton? Colin Sexton's a six man. No, uh, most improved. Oh, uh, most improved, uh, possibly. But if we're, I mean, if we're basing off two games. Yeah, I mean, been, been, the Cavs have been doing really good if, every season, though. I mean, every game, though. If we're going off that, then possibly Zach Levine. He's Most, averaging he, twenty-seven he, points per game. He's been like, he's been good though. Yeah, he did that last season as well. He said some some similar numbers. Yeah, that was in a few game span, but he got like, twenty-five point five points per game. Everybody was kind of forgetting about Sexton in his first year or two. Yeah. And then now he's been kind of exploding. I mean, these are also way too early predictions. So I'm saying way, Sexton can keep it up, early. and the Cavs yeah. make it into the playoffs as one of the last seeds. It's a big game for Sexton. Yeah, could definitely be most improved. Yeah. All right, so our basketball episode is coming to a conclusion. Um, make sure you follow us on all social media. You can find us at check the stats underscore check the stats pod. Make sure you also follow us on whatever media platform you're listening on. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. This is your host Hamza, along with Deep Perry, Dunn, aka T Rain, and our guest for today's episode, Matap, aka M Tap. M Tap. Right.